Well, we all love good surprises, don't we? Who doesn't love a good surprise? Surprise visit from an old friend? An unexpected bonus at work? Oh, yeah. Sudden turn of events you didn't expect? And, and we love to surprise others with good surprises, with good things, don't we? How many of you are planning um, some good surprises for your family this holiday season? I, I think most of Creston was out in shopping force yesterday, looking for those good surprises for a few uh, good boys and girls yesterday. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, some of you probably remember, uh, WestJet staged a surprise gift-giving for people who were on a flight from Toronto and Hamilton to Calgary. And uh, the video went viral, like 42 million views now. As people saw the, the joy of surprise, the surprise gift uh, that was just given to regular people at Christmas. We all know that good surprises bring great joy. And in order to create those moments of Christmas joy, we, we try to give others good surprises. When we consider the joy of Christmas, we realize that it all goes back to the good surprise of Jesus. While many faithful people had watched for centuries, as we heard uh, here today, waiting for God to do something to remedy uh, the way that the world was going, the way the world had gone, some remedy for, for sin and brokenness and evil, no one really expected God to work in the way that he did. And Jesus came as God's good surprise. And the response was great joy. Now, by now, and even this morning, we, we, we have heard the story again this, this Christmas season of angels on the hills of Bethlehem telling the shepherds, don't be afraid, I bring you a good news of great joy that will be for all the people, informing them, of course, of the birth of Jesus Christ. And the angels sang of this good surprise from God. And here is, is a, as a church, uh, and if you're visiting here this morning, uh, we've been traveling through the book of Revelation. It's the last book of the Bible. It's a book you've probably heard a lot of strange things about. But we're having a great time traveling through it. And we saw these maybe some of these same angels again, who were again singing of God's good surprise in Jesus. This time, as we saw this throne room scene, not necessarily focusing just on his birth, but also on his sacrificial death. And we saw in the vision of the throne room, thousands and thousands of angels joyfully singing to Jesus, who's depicted symbolically as a lamb, giving praise to him for the great surprise, that he would come and make things right, not by tearing us limb from limb, but rather by spreading his own limbs on the cross and dying in our place. That he would come as a baby, that he would come like a little lamb, Mary's little lamb, that he would come and he would live a perfect life for you and I so that he could die in our place. And this was a good surprise, and these angels sang of it, because no one expected this. You know, one of our greatest writers, someone that I think a few of you have heard of, J.R.R. Tolkien. Can I get an amen? Okay, thank you. Um, He called this great surprise a U-catastrophe. He took the word catastrophe that normally means some great unraveling that's bad, but he joined at the front of it this little U, which in Greek means good. That's where we get evangelism from. But he took this word and he put them together to say that there's this great surprise ending of a story that looked like everything was going to go terribly wrong, like a tragedy. And that in the last minute, when all hope had been lost, 
when the armies of Mordor had surrounded the armies of the elves and men, well, that's another story, though, isn't it? I mean, when Satan and his hordes had surrounded the cross of Jesus, and Jesus breathed his last, and it looked as though the Lord of life was, after all, unable to defeat death, unable to defeat evil, that at that moment in history, there was the greatest catastrophe of all time, the greatest surprise ending, where though everything looked like hope had been lost, everything was gone, suddenly, against all odds, against all expectations, everything was turned around, and Jesus snatched victory right out of the jaws of defeat. No one expected this. No one was looking for it. No one dared to hope for it. And yet, there it was. The good surprise of Jesus. And that kind of surprise, I mean, when, when all hope has been lost, when you thought there was no return, when you, when you thought nothing could be done, and then suddenly everything comes out not only all right, but better than you could have imagined or dreamed, that brings on the greatest joy that you and I could ever experience. My question for you today is, have you experienced that joy? The real, true joy, the lasting joy, not just a happiness that comes and goes based on a few events, but a true joy that down inside you knows that no matter how dark things get, no matter how, how troubled I may be, no matter what family conflict I may be going through, no matter what financial stress I might be under, no matter what health struggle, no matter what fears I carry, that because of God's good surprise, everything is going to come out all right. Is that a joy that you carry? Or, or does Christmas just seem like, let's be honest, another stressful time of the year? Where things get piled upon other things, get piled upon another things, mix it up with a few, you know, a few stressful parties, a little extra financial stress, and Christmas suddenly can lose its luster. Oh, there's a few bright moments here and there, but by and large, does it feel joyful to you? Who needs a good surprise this Christmas? <laughs> well, here's my Christmas challenge to you, and I'll close with this. I want to challenge you, wherever you're at in your spiritual journey, maybe this is like, you know, not a common thing to be in church. Maybe you're here every Sunday and a few times in between. But wherever you're at in your spiritual journey, I want to challenge you this Christmas to let your imagination run a little wild. To see this Christmas for the story of the great surprise. To be caught up with how dark and how impossible the story of the world really was. Or maybe how dark and impossible your story really had become. And then hear the Christmas story again as this coming of Jesus, this this coming of Jesus who was such a surprise, so unexpected, so unlooked for, and frankly unnoticed, and yet bringing about the greatest catastrophe of all time. Hear this story as God's good surprise for us. And then let's respond in the only way that's really appropriate. The only way that really makes sense. That when things were so dark and suddenly things are good. When, when all hope had been lost, but then all of a sudden, evil has been defeated and death has been destroyed and the great promise of life has been given. Respond with the only way that makes sense. With tremendous laughter. Yes. Isn't that what would happen? Unsuppressed smiles, loud shouts, raucous singing. This is crazy, right? All hope had been lost and suddenly the good surprise of God. This is where the great joy comes from. 
Because the Lord has come and it's joy to the world. So we join as we realize, as we let our imaginations be captured, as we realize this sudden reversal unexpected. We join with the angels both on the hills of Bethlehem as well as in the halls of the throne room and sing from Revelation, Worthy is the Lamb, that's Jesus Christ who was slain, to receive glory and power and wealth and wisdom and honor and praise. (coughs) And with the angels on the hillside singing, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom His favor rests. We want to invite you now as we close to join as a community in the joyful chorus and to sing to the giver of the gift of the greatest surprise. Let's sing together. <laughs>